Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. Welcome to the Electrify News Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, America's largest e-mobility festival coming to five major cities in 2022. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Electrify News Podcast, uh, brought to you by the creators of the Electrify Expo. This is a little bit of a, a new branding for us, I would say, Chris. A little bit of a new branding, a little bit of a, you know, same, same great flavor, new name, right? <laughs> same great flavor. Yeah, right wow. I like it. I like it. You should so, like it. Yeah, I you know, I, I know that we're we've been talking about a lot of electric cars, and that's because we're car guys, right? Like you mm-hmm. and I met and we do drag racing and stuff like that. So we're car guys, so we tend to focus a lot on cars, but we are an e-mobility show, right? So it's not just automotive, but also boats and bikes and everything else. Mm-hmm. So the original idea was we would do this entire episode about no cars, about all no cars. kinds of new stuff. And um, the challenge, mustache, I believe you put it, the challenge was to not talk the challenge, about challenge. Yeah. But but then I got my Mustang Mach-E delivered this morning. And that's he all couldn't I help talk himself. about. He couldn't help him. See, this is the thing. OK, Joe acts like, you know, this is his idea where I'm always like, hey, Joe, you've given me some great stories to talk about. How about something that's not, you know an automobile right. so you know here he is doing first, exact you know first thing first right off the right off the rip talking about right the hockey <laughs> well we'll we'll save that for a different episode but um it's uh you know it, it's uh, it's nice it's not it's not a bad it's not a bad little car i'll tell you that much so <laughs> we're gonna devote a whole episode to that or at least portion of one just yeah, not we'll this do, one. we'll do a proper segment proper segment so I no, want no, to no, start no. Off. okay go ahead sorry yeah. try that again do that again. that's okay so i want to start off with um this is kind of interesting so the razor scooter we're all familiar with like the little razor kickstick scooters right they've been around for 20 25 years well they started doing recently an electric razor scooter and today they came out with a jeep branded electric razor scooter with knobby off-road tires a full front and rear suspension and like just delightful it's supposed to be a trail rated like just delightful scooter this is (laughs) it's a little extra but you know you know what I'm going to let him have it. it. I'm going to, I don't hate it either. I'm going to let him. See, that's what I was going to say. I'm going to let him have it. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's the the army uh, green, the olive drip, but there's a history to this, right? Because if, if there is now, Chris, I know you're a world war two kind of I'm a history buff. I'm a history history buff. Yeah. So like in, when they invaded Normandy and they were parachuting, you know, the allied troops into Germany, they would parachute in with these little fold up motorcycles, right? They're basically yep. like little mopeds. Really cool thing. Really cool. This looks like what you would send in. That is exactly how I was thinking about it. That's exactly my thought. Yes. Like, uh, you know, it was just folded up and it gave them just a little bit more mobility. You know, gave him a little more mobility. I mean, but this is great, too, because it, it does have that little, you know, you can totally see yourself like getting on this thing and like, you know, going down a little grassy hill or something. And you've got your pack on and you're just like, you know, and, and it's silent and quiet. It's got a 40 minute ride time. So you can actually go 
pretty far. I would think that's about, you know, at least 10, 15 miles on this thing. You could definitely make it to the Arnhem Bridge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yes. Right? For those I'm of you really... yeah, who have done your World War II battle simulations, that's... <laughs> We're getting into some niche. <laughs> yeah, we're really, we're really getting you know into the weeds here a little bit, right? No, no but uh, but and this thing will take us right to it, right? Because it, it's like oh a my god, body. they're it's never gonna forgive us. They're never money. gonna forgive us for these bad. You know what, dude? I I hope I hope they sell a million of these things because this thing is is it's it's inexpensive. It's so that's the neat. other thing, right? Like a lot of these really cool scooters that come out and not only scooters, but e-bikes too. They're really neat things, but they, they are beyond what most people would spend on like an impulse buy, right? This is a $300 thing. It's, it's, it's three, really not a lot of money. No, it's $318 on Amazon. You can go buy the thing right now and have it shipped to your house in two days. And it's got disc brakes. It's got, you know, the full alloy body. It's got a powder coated finish. I mean, I, I don't think you could build this for $300. That's a really good point, right? You really probably couldn't. You actually, you know, this is not a, it's something that it's amazing to me that, you know, we're talking about a $300 electric scooter, right? From Jeep, from Jeep. It's, it's, you know, we're just, the thing is everything's evolving. Everything's evolving. Jeep. Well, I mean, you remember it was like two years ago, Jeep during the Super Bowl ad, the Jeep Super Bowl ad was about a a bicycle. It wasn't even about a car. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the world is topsy-turvy, right? The world is topsy-turvy. Up is down, left is right, and everything is electric. And I love Um, it. I love it, too. (laughs) So moving on to that, you know, we we got to check out the flight board in Miami, Chris. Uh, That was the the electric, the e-foil. That was cool. Kind of lifted you up out of the water. Yeah. This is also interesting. This is a 35 mile an hour electric surfboard. It basically has like a jet ski motor on the bottom of a surfboard. And it and it is a surfboard. It's not a foil. So it doesn't yep. lift you up out of the water. It is a surfboard. Uh, it's, it's by Awake. Uh, the thing itself is called a Ravik, I think, R-A-V-I-K. But it's got the little umlaut over the A. So I have no idea how to pronounce it. Yeah, it definitely looks like it could be a piece of Ikea furniture the way it's named. It looks like it could be a piece of Ikea furniture. Yeah, but like, yeah. I, I don't know that I would want to go 35 miles an hour on the water on something that I screwed together. I would like a professional. <laughs> I would like some professional involvement. I think that's fair. I mean, this is so upsetting, right? Because like I watch these guys in the video and, yep. you know, they're they're you know they're doing their surfer guy thing and they just make it look so easy right like the core strength is covered up of course yeah Yeah, they've got the they've got the you know inflato suit there to the life jacket and they're just like oh look how casual and easy this is and uh, you know meanwhile they've got the 12 pack underneath the pads but yeah yeah it, it does seem like something you could do. And that I think was the big surprise of the flight board was just kind of like how easy that was to get on. And within a few minutes, you're figuring it out. This looks like a little bit more of an advanced thing. It's like, (laughs) it's like 15 grand. So let's start with that. So, I mean, you already have to be a pretty serious. You have to be very serious. I don't know what surfboards go for, but (laughs) <laughs> but it ain't that uh, yeah yeah then again who knows i don't know well how much could a banana possibly cost i don't know right the dollars <laughs> <Ten dollars. laughs> that's a good callback by the way that's a good callback right i like i like this because like 
you know, if you go out, so like my cousin in Costa Rica, uh, her name's Melissa Gill. She's actually a very well-known surfboarder and, and wakeboarder. Um, so yeah. Hey, Melissa, she doesn't listen to this. She's got better things to do, but uh, in any event, she actually does surf and she does surf competitions in Hawaii and things like that. And to get out past the breakers onto the big waves, they, she gets towed out with jet skis. So it's always like a two-man operation to get out there onto the big wave. So I'm wondering with something like this, she could just get out there by herself, you know, be out there for a half hour, an hour, whatever she wants, and then come back in. She doesn't need to have that support vehicle and that extra drama of towing the thing out. To right. The and people want to have someone else out there. So the for drama. that, that's like the only person I could think of that I know personally that could benefit from something like this, other than someone who just wants to go 35 miles an hour on the open water, which does sound kind of cool. It actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah. You're really, you're really not, not selling it. <laughs> I'm really not, not selling it. Right. 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 But, <laughs> Yeah, this is this is kind of interesting. So this go is, check this out is, the video. It, it, I, you know, I don't think anybody listening to this is necessarily going to run out and buy one. But it's kind of cool to know again, like, hey, this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. We've got a Jeep yeah. electric scooter. We've got a $15,000 surfboard. What's but next? Hang on. Hang on. This this thing was, when it first came out, it was eighteen grand, And now, and it was eighteen grand and went twenty five. So now a couple years in, it's you know, 15 grand and goes 35, you know, at what point is it going to be like a $5,000 thing where you just go, why would I ever buy a jet ski? I'm going to buy this. You know, these things get start off super expensive, super high tech, and then they kind of go the other way and they become more mainstream. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're starting to get that mainstream electric car. It's not six figures. It has the specs, but motorcycles, I always used to joke in the dealership world, motorcycles are five years behind cars. And here we are now and triumph which is a british motorcycle brand they're famous for this kind of classically styled kind of a a little more uh, a little more modern a little more refined version of harley where they sell they sell a lot on that 60s kind of vibe yeah uh, but they have come out with the te1 and this is a fully electric prototype motorcycle that they developed uh with williams williams is a formula one racing team they're the guys behind the battery and the motor for formula e they made the good the good battery that you don't have to change out half the good the race. battery the, the good formula e no, battery. remember that it's i don't want to it, it listen listen it made things interesting Okay. It certainly it made, made them interesting. So anyway, pull the on, go on, sir. Yeah. So they've developed this bike with Triumph, and it's just an absolute animal. They're talking about it. it's gonna have 150 horsepower. It's a very street fighter kind of speed triple sort of vibe to it. It's not an old school looking motorcycle. It's so all. cool looking. It's so cool looking. Yeah. And then uh, the thing that's really wild about this is if you read the fine print of the press release, the with this battery, the motor will make about 150 horsepower. But if you if you use the same motor and you give it a little bit more capacity or a next gen battery that they're developing, this motor can make over 600 horsepower. Wow. So like, what a wild. I thought 150 in a motorcycle was a lot. 600 seems oh like Oh my god. Car. It's a little like it's intense. That's intense, man. I think it's, that's the that's intense. <laughs> I you know, I that just makes me think like, you know, you got all these wild guys 
driving around on their jixers, right? They're they're you know they're a thousand cc you know motorcycles. They're not making they're not making anywhere near that. They're making a third of. That. I know that's what I'm saying. They're already they're already pushing 200 miles an hour on some yeah. of these things. No, there there's no way. Oh my I mean, goodness! There, there's no way that it would do that that they would put that into production on a bike like this. 150 is kind of where it wants to be. Uh, and I think that makes sense. But what I really like about this is when you look at the live wire, <laughs> when you look at the zero, when you look at even the, the concepts that are out there, right? Cause there's a bunch of motorcycle uh-huh. concepts that are coming out. They really make a big deal about the bike being electric from a point of view of styling. They really hang the battery out there. This bike doesn't do that. You couldn't, you wouldn't know this was an electric bike just from looking at it. It looks just like a normal motorcycle. You know, I was going to disagree with you, but uh, actually you do. I mean, what's a normal motorcycle these days look like? But on the other hand, I get what you're saying. You know, this, this, this has a very not, not, Blade Runner, right? But more of a a looper look to it, right? Do you remember yeah. looper? Yeah, but it, but if you look at the Triumph Speed Triple now, like if you just look at what the mm-hmm. gas the gas powered Speed Triple looks like, it's not like wildly different. It's got similar oh. headlights. It's got a similar. Frame. The only real difference would be that like you can't see the exhaust pipe, but you know like bikes like the Honda CBR, the you know the Ducati V4, they hide the exhaust underneath the engine anyway. So you, maybe you just think that's what this is, and. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know if that's going to be something that helps them. But like, you know, in the beginning of all of this, we had like the Aptera, the Fisker, the Tesla. They all kind of had like a weird look uh-huh. to them, like the Leaf, not the Tesla, the Leaf. And then the Model S came out and it was just a good looking sedan. That it was just a good to be electric. Look- yes. This strikes me as the first electric motorcycle that, is a motorcycle that just happens to be electric where the fact that it's electric is not its selling point. The fact that it's got an aggressive chassis developed by formula one race engineers, that's the selling point and the, the best powertrain to make it go fast just so happened to be electric. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Again, I, I see what you're saying. Um, and I don't disagree. I don't disagree. You're, you're so I love. Today. I love. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, you're really kind of nailing it on the descriptors. You know, you're not leaving a lot on the meat, the bone for that for me. Because I mean, you're kind of nailing all the the key points here. Um, why don't you do the Jetson thing? Why don't you roll into that? Why don't I roll in <laughs> to the Jetson thing? You might as well, because when you saw this, you thought it was cool, and I looked at it. Like, I love no it. Way, okay, so, there's no way I would ride in this thing. There, I. <laughs> If I have to die, this is how I want to die. Like, why Why die any other way? So, you know, just talking about this really, in case would, you're not caught up. It would be up, quick. It would be it, quick. Right. It would be quick because it's basically, you know, a, a quadcopter drone with a seat. So you got four spinning blades, inches, inches from your face, right? Yeah. Four spinning high-speed blades. It's vertical takeoff and landing. Okay, so you can pretend like you can live your hairier fantasies. Um, and yes. again, you know, where I see this, I said it last time, I say it again, dr- like like racing, 
Like these Strong things, racing. we are gonna race these. All right. Like oh yeah. It's just delightful. Because no. why wouldn't you? It's it's what is the old saying? The I don't know, we're not supposed to be talking about automobiles, but the first the, car race happened five minutes after the second, second car. Second car, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so just looking at this, as soon as I get a second one of the year, you know they're gonna be racing them. Gonna be they're going to be racing. Out. There's no question. I mean, they already have. Uh, they're already talking about doing that air speeder series in Australia, which is basically one of these, except just with a lot more horsepower. But I mean, the thing that's so crazy about this is, I saw this thing and it was so bizarre and so vaporware and so crazy. I actually reached <laughs> out to the CEO on LinkedIn. Did you? Like, Oh, like a year and a half ago, just because it was so bonkers. And I was like, and like, it was so crazy. And he had made such a, like, he had impressed so few people that he like accepted me and was like willing to talk to me. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they've already sold a few hundred. They've sold. That's the thing. So not only have they sold them, but the first production one is actually in the air. And the video that I sent you earlier, that is actually a production, a pre-production. So it's off the assembly line. It's shown how it's going to work. That's a pre-production one. And they're just taking it right over the water and hanging out. And yeah, just hang it out. Just hang it out. Just hang it out. My favorite part of this is the roll cage. Yes. Well, that's yeah. what made you know, that's what puts my mind to thinking about racing, right? But like it, I, I understand that you have to do something for safety. But if you're going a hundred miles an hour surrounded by whirling carbon fiber blades that are spinning at like a thousand miles an hour. This is how I want to go. To shreds, the little, you say. To shreds, you say. <laughs> is is that little roll cage really gonna help you? So you know, you say that, and on one hand. You're going to die. On the other hand, you might be able to have an open casket funeral. Yes, that's that's what the (laughs) that's what the roll cage is there for. The roll cage is there like maybe this guy wants an open casket. We'll do what we can. (laughs) We'll do what we can. But I think if you are if you are a safety conscious person, if you're the type of person who says, you know what, nothing's too good for my family. I'm going to put them in a Volvo and keep them safe. If that's you, this is not for you. In fact, this whole episode is not for you. What is what is the most reasonable thing we checked out today? A 35 mile an hour electric surfboard with a jet motor on it. I mean, sounds reasonable to me. Sounds reasonable to me. Yeah. This is Hey, we didn't talk about cars, except we definitely did. We definitely talked about cars. All right. I think let's uh we can keep this a short and sweet one. Let's wrap that up. And uh next week we'll talk a little bit more about the Mach E. The Chicago Auto Show is coming out. Yeah. And uh I I might have a, a little bit of an exclusive for us from Tesla. Um, no promises, but uh I promise something exclusive and fun. Thanks for listening to the Electrify News Podcast, brought to you by the Electrify Expo, coming to five major cities in 2022. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all the latest in e-mobility news and updates. Thanks for listening to the Electrify Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV. And Follow along on social media for daily clips and more.